0: Usual vault rules apply, touch not, lest ye be touched. Welcome to Fireside. (inaudible) Welcome to Fireside. We'll be we talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, man. He's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby. Here we you choose. Even a
1: superhero fight club will be usually lose. So pop in those earbuds. Turn up those speakers. Feel my power. Earth 2 with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax a lot back. As we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment, facts, and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. This is really weird. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And this is, yeah, I'll just put a B on it with Mr. B features.
0: Hello, internets.
1: And then, Mauer.
2: I'm just here so I don't get fined. B U. B U. <laughs> <laughs> features is dead already
1: Wow Oh yeah. this is, uh, is going to be a weird issue Because we have still a lot of news to talk about We had other ideas for a topic show But we, we kind of had to get through some of this other stuff Because some of it's important So um, yeah the first half of this show Potentially the whole show Is going to be more news Features
0: New news
1: Part B Wow. Part B <laughs> Just just put a B on it <laughs> I love
2: how you said just put a B on it And we haven't had a part A and part B Anything ever In the history of Fireside So
1: well, let me just give some context For anybody who's listening right now We were talking about so we ended the first show Because it was going so long and we just finished the news And we're talking about we got TV and stuff to do And I'm like oh man I made the photo already It's got all the stuff from movies to TV And features just goes Just put a B on it <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when you look at this picture find the B it's going to be
1: somewhere on there find it so I'll put a hidden B but I'm, I'm absolutely putting the quotes just put a B on it and then <laughs> tagging features <laughs> so yeah welcome to, uh, welcome to the new news part 2 or part B excuse me <laughs> where we're going to go over TV and movies from last week so, continuing on from our Wednesday show, let's get into uh, some TV news. And who better to start with than the one, the only, Todd McFarlane?
2: Todd McFarlane Con is starting. If you haven't seen his logo, he just put out there. Um, he is kicking off Sci Fi's Con at Home uh, thing that they're doing. And it's been a year since they announced it, but they're finally going to be releasing, like, hell, I won't, the uh, documentary on Todd McFarlane. Now, I don't know about you, but when I heard the title of it, I was like, that is the most McFarlane title for a McFarlane documentary
1: I've ever heard. Absolutely. I mean, when we first saw him speak in New York, like we've seen him speak before, but when we saw him speak live at New York Comic Con when we were at his panel, and it was just like this, this, uh, this uplifting, you got to reach for it, motivational talk. That it 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 was it was amazing. It was inspiring, but it was it was like there's no way he talks like that, like in real life. And then we interviewed him, and oh my god, does he talk <laughs> like that in real life? It's amazing. And he doesn't stop. No. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I, the, you, the amount of B roll this documentary has could probably make another documentary, or three. <laughs> in, um, in the best
2: way possible. Yeah, and he has a lot to say. And he really has, if you go back, plug, Shamus plug, um, and listen to our interview with Todd McFarlane and Frank's interview with Todd McFarlane, he talks about how he doesn't think that he should still be relevant. There's no reason. He's like, there's no reason why I'm still doing what I do. The only reason he's still around is he still works as hard as he did from day one, and nobody else is willing to work that hard or say no to, To, you know, not do things that they want. Do it the way you want it. What are they going to say? No? Cool. You're no worse off than you were before.
1: Ass. So much so. So much so that he goes on maybe an hour and 45 minutes already into this interview goes on a, a, tire, a tirade. Well, tirade might be a little harsh of a word, but goes on a lengthy speech about not going on bathroom breaks when he goes to the con, and all of us, all of us wanted to go on a bathroom break in the middle of this interview. Every whoa, single whoa, whoa. one of us is like, oh, oh I got to pee. <laughs> Except <laughs> oh, for I me, because I've
2: already subscribed to the Todd McFarlane way of life. When it comes to conventions and working, you don't eat, you don't drink, you don't go to the bathroom. Just...
1: Just because you get so stressed out, you become constipated, doesn't mean the rest of us live that (laughs) way. (laughs) But no, he
2: had a lot like when he was first doing his uh, uh, sports figures. He was like, all right, well, I can't use their names, but I can make something like that. And they we're going to sue him. He's like, are you going to sue me for like red? He's like, it'd be a lot cheaper for you just to give me the licensing. And then we make your figures actually good and go from there like he's just got balls and yes. he goes for it because he knows okay if they say no they said no that's the same answer i would get if i didn't ask
1: so. uh, check out the uh the the it's it was actually in the original show post so i'll make we'll just copy and paste it to this show post in uh in just put be it be on site b <laughs> <laughs> um anyway it, it check out the 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 actual trailer for it it's pretty incredible and it's a watching it after after getting a chance to sit and talk with him and then watching the trailer you're like that is that is a hundred percent how this dude is like (laughs) this is not a an act he's not putting on a show for you that is the way Todd is and I love it
2: now I submitted to get early access to the uh, documentary he put a thing out earlier today on Twitter like hey submit your information, certain number of people are going to be able to, to stream it live ahead of time, possibly with some surprises, so cross our fingers that you know we get to see that, but I'm excited, I like documentaries and after talking to him like even if it's the same story we already heard, I just want to hear it again, like he, every yeah. time you're done talking to him, you're like, I can go take over the world
1: you do, you do feel like, like you've got this, like it, was just, it was like a shot of espresso <laughs> after talking to him for a while But anyway let's move on to the next bit of news here with Some uh, some Netflix oh. uh, Some goodness coming from Well not necessarily the Ninja Turtles world But it's where I was introduced to him But Yosagio Jimbo Yes Te- the, Technically the- it's the Ninja Turtles world But it's not where he came from Yeah, yeah that right. wasn't his int- It's just we know him The only time he's like made it on TV Is in a couple episodes of Ninja Turtle cartoons But Yosagio Jimbo is the anthropomorphic Uh uh, rabbit who is a samurai who we've all seen before and a lot of you have seen but might not know much about uh and yeah he came out originally in 1984 uh and he has been a mainstay in a comic cult classic for a very very long time but as we know nickelodeon has a deal with netflix and we're going to get some new ninja turtle stuff down the line they're also bringing in yeah a um yusagi ojimbo in a jimbo what is it called? It's called uh, Rabbit Samurai, isn't that the name of it? Like Rabbit Samurai: The Origins of Usagio, some of that. Oh, uh, a uh, teenage ra- the who it's going to be following. No, no. There's the actual name of the show. There's a it's it's it, it's literally like Samurai Rabbit or something like that. But it's about Usagiyo Jimbo.
2: Yeah, and this deal's been in the works for about two years now. Um, Stan Sakai controls every aspect of Usabi, Usagi and he will not agree to anything unless he retains creative control over everything. So, you know, there's been people offering him shows for years and he said, no, every single time. Um, he went into negotiations about two years ago. Uh, I forget where we heard it from. It might've been from buzz cause the, the, the circles, but they nailed everything down. And now he has this, the release from Netflix says that this is going to follow a teenage rabbit samurai, uh, Yuichi, is a descendant of the great uh, warrior Miyamoto Yusagi on his epic quest to become a true samurai. But he isn't alone. He leads a ragtag team of misfit heroes, including a bounty hunter, a cunning ninja, an acrobatic pickpocket, and a faithful pet lizard. Um, and he's going to be battling. It's going to be all kinds of cool things from the comics. The bats that he goes up against and all kinds of things like that. Um, and everything's from another... Uh, dimension,
1: and he's going to become the best samurai Usagi. So, well, so it's the show is the show is Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles. That's the name of the show. So that's exciting, especially if there's any kind of crossover, like a reverse crossover, like the turtle show up for an episode.
0: I wish Baby Huey I mean- was here. Just uh, because I'm trying to remember while we were talking about Usagi Yojimbo, what uh, he was the only turtles character that they created that didn't was wasn't affected by the ooze he just kind of because he wasn't
2: created there he showed up from another dimension
1: yeah he's not from the turtles universe he's just very he seems like the perfect character to fit within the ninja turtle universe but he's not really a ninja turtle character
2: and stan sakai just became friends with or friendly with uh eastman and laird And then went on from there. So he does have a cult following. If you get your hands on, they have a collected hardcover of all of the Yusagi Ujimbo books that has some of the stories behind it. And like the concept art. just knowing it's like taking something uh, like a character that the creator has had complete control over for this long. Like it's one complete story. It's, no weird things like, ah, oh, that didn't fit to the character. Like, everything fits. I haven't read a bad story from him, and it really is a cool read. Um, If you like Ninja Turtles, if you've liked books like Mouse Guard, you know, anything like that, it's got a very, you know, samurai feel to it, but check it out. It's a great book. I can't wait to watch the show.
1: No way. The sam- the Samurai Rabbit has a samurai feel? Well, like the samurai Th- movies. Like, you know this how the, the strudel tr- tastes like strudel.
2: The Ninja Turtles don't really have a very ninja atmosphere to the the books.
1: Uh, I think no. they have it more in the books than the cartoons. Because remember the cartoons, they didn't do anything, did ninja. They just made a pun and then they would like use their swords to like yeah, off cut, cut something. Yeah, yeah, they just would go like <laughs> cool off and hit like a pipe, <laughs> and then everyone would get wet. <laughs> that be was like, the Ninja Turtles maybe, and- like.
0: A, a jump kick or something, but yeah, but I have a feeling Comic turtles a bit darker.
2: I have a feeling this is going to be more in the lines of Avatar as far as world building and tone rather than turtles.
1: That'd be cool. I'm okay with that. All right, let's move on to uh, probably the last nail in the coffin for uh, the DC Universe <laughs> streaming service because uh, yeah, Harley Quinn moving over to uh, HBO Max coming August 1st, and not just the new <sighs> season, but all the old seasons as well. So yeah, it's, it's going to be dual-streamed, just like all the rest are with, on the DC Universe app as well as HBO Max, but we're getting to a point of, why would you have the DC Universe app if you could just get HBO Max, have all the same content, plus a crap ton more. So What's left on DC Universe? What's up? What's left on the DC Universe? Titans. Uh, well, no, the Titans and, uh, what's the other one? Young justice. But again, how long until all that just moves over to HBO max? Yeah. Like, aren't they like HBO max was touting that they had all the Harry Potter movies. Like that was one of their big selling points. It was like big bang theory and the Harry Potter movies was like the big things. Um, and they're losing all the Harry Potter movies at the same time. So yeah, I could see them just cherry picking as much as they can. I think what they're gonna do is cherry pick DC as much as possible. Like I think we're gonna start seeing things like Stargirl is dual casted on HBO Max and on CW instead of you know, instead of the DC Universe app.
2: Like We have to remember that the HBO Max came out three and a half months early. So what they were advertising, like what we're probably gonna get in September, October from them is probably what they are originally trying to plan for. But what we got on the like the initial launch and what they were toting was just what they had at that time. So yeah, okay, we have access to Harry Potter for another two months. Let's brag about that.
1: I think that's true with every service. I think after COVID, nobody was, like every, every streaming service is a lot like mobile games where the update is a very important part of it. You know what I mean? Right. Like New content is a really, really important part of a streaming service. And no streaming service right now, because of COVID, has new content coming out. It's all about old content. So the DC Universe is like, all right, or excuse me, HBO Max is like the only way we're going to get both new content and binge-worthy content is to just start cherry-picking from all the other sources that we have, and most HBO of it Max, being the DC Universe.
2: Since HBO Max came out, it's right under Netflix for the streaming service I use the most.
1: It's great. It's phenomenal. And they just like picking up South Park was a big deal. Like they're, they're, they're grabbing a lot of content. So they are, they, they have cemented themselves in like the upper echelon of streaming services, but it all comes down to new content. And right now, like look at Disney plus, Disney plus is a prime example. All their new content is like documentary based things. Like the making of Mandalorian, like footage and stuff they already had, because everything else has been put on hiatus, like all the Marvel shows and, so, and like the Pixar shows, all of that's on hiatus until everyone can get back into the studio and start working again. So this is a big deal for HBO because they've got a source to pull from to survive this. Because yeah, they always have something new. Like look at Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, I, I don't use, I, I don't use Baby Huey's account anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, HBO, sorry, Netflix needs to worry. Because HBO has already said that they used to be the name associated with comedy for years. When you got your HBO comedy special, that's when you made it. And a lot of Netflix comic contracts are coming up. And HBO has said, we want to be the, the place to go for comedy specials again. You take those away from Netflix, that's their inexpensive content that they've been putting out. That's actually getting when they release, well not them, the people that track the numbers. That's a big uh, streaming thing for them. Is the comedy specials they get? I have a feeling they're, HBO Max, Netflix is, is going, going to, to be huge. Fine.
1: When you start thinking about like, because they they needed franchises and they're getting them like hand over foot. They're getting them. Unsolved Mysteries is now a Netflix thing. You know what I mean? Like there, Stranger Things season four is on its way. You, they have that uh, Charlize to their own movie that's doing phenomenal right now. Uh, what's his name? Chris Hemsworth movies doing really good with the Russo brothers. Like Netflix oh God, is going to be fine. It's a terrible movie. I didn't enjoy it, but it it uh, but it did really well. Like it did
0: the ex- end of it was good. Like Wait, are you, you you talk about the uh, the Extraction movie. Yep. Yeah, I like that. It was
1: pretty decent. You didn't like six, it? i I'm ex- nah, six Underground was like, way
0: better. Six Underground was way better. I, but I you also
1: that. have you also have um what's his name? Jamie Foxx's superhero movie with the pill. That's there. I mean, they have they have enough content that they're gonna be fine. The OG of streaming services is gonna be fine. It's like Peacock, if Peacock wasn't free, nobody would care. Um Amazon Prime has the boys coming out, which was really it. Like Jack Ryan is great. Hannah, a lot of people like, but it's like not that big of a deal. But the the boys people are very excited for, so they at least have something on the horizon. But Hulu, I can't tell you the last time I opened the Hulu app. I mean, they have that um, Groundhog's Day movie, and the like Groundhog's Day Two, which yeah, rewrite the entire story, it. but keep the keep the plot the same.
0: <laughs> I, I I'll say I I don't use my Hulu account that much, but at the Hulu's same time, my, Hulu's they my number do three. have some okay like original content. Like I like the Cat Denning show, or I forget the name of it, but it was that was pretty decent.
2: Well, let's move on from there to a show that doesn't really have to do with comics. Menti, what am I looking
1: at here? Hmm. Are, you talking about, are you talking about storyboards?
2: Yeah, I see a Marvel logo. I see yeah, a, a that's, Marvel that's about it. As far as
1: it's, it's Joe Quesada and Marvel talking about things that are not Marvel or comics. So basically, I guess it's,
0: it's comic book figures talking about non-comic book stuff. Well, he's a Kinda. story writer. And it's people just telling that they have good
2: stories is what it's, it seems It's an like interview it's be.
1: show that Joe Quesada takes different people from within entertainment uh, and asks them about what makes them storytellers. So it's a 12-episode it's, it's a uh, series where Joe Quesada, if you don't know who Joe Quesada is, he def- he was very important to the world of Marvel. I mean, he, he brought them back from from bankruptcy. He's the one who did um, the mutant, uh, what's it called? The House of M to take out most of the mutants. People still hate him for one more day for Spider-Man. I mean, he came from the Marvel Knights side of things and because he did so well there, they made him editor-in-chief and he made a lot of changes to Marvel. So pretty much what Joe Quesada wants to do, Marvel's going to go, all right, well, let's put our logo on it. We're, we're good. Like he has that comic comic coffee podcast as well i want to know how he
2: out of all of the black eyed peas to choose from chose taboo he's like you know what i could do will i I. am apple d app no i want taboo
1: he's the guy i'm gonna have on my show but uh, it's weird uh, i mean the whole concept of this show is weird it might be great but i know it's starting with hugh jackman so he started with a well, bang. He's getting the biggest name that they could get. <laughs> That's what they're opening
0: with. I would say in 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 response to him picking Taboo instead of, instead of Will I Am or Apple the App is it would be the same as if you if you interview Young Guru because you couldn't get Jay Z. Would you like Young Guru probably has like crazy stories of just being Jay Z's engineer, which he does because I met him one time. He's cool. He's really cool. Humble brag. Hashtag humble brag. Remember <laughs> the time? Features.
1: Features. Whose phone number do you have?
0: <laughs> oh. Just Curtis Blow. You know, just just, just a hip hop pioneer and legend.
2: I met him one time. Those All are right. the breaks, you know? That's just right. the breaks. Moving on from one thing that's uh, weird womp, womp. to another thing that's weird.
1: These are the breaks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Warner Brothers right, is let's, putting together let's get out a, of this. a malpractice reporting system. Huh? Oh, for for the
1: Batman. Yeah. So the Batman so weird. is going to start production, and it, this is a big deal because a lot of movie studios and a lot of especially, um, what's her? Is it Zendaya? Is she the one who did this? Zendaya figured out a way for them to film a movie. She did an entire movie under quarantine, and the way she did it was she signed on for a very small budget movie. She got the cast and crew. They went to the set. They self quarantined in the. So they took test self quarantined for two weeks. On set, didn't allow anybody else in, and then after the self-quarantine, then they started filming the movie. They were the first to actually be able to make something new from beginning to end during all this. So a lot of people were looking, that, that was like a litmus test on how do we pull this off. And so one of the ways that the Batman is trying to do it, the Matt Reeves, uh, uh, what's his name? What's the sparkly vampire's name? Patterson? Sparkly, sparkly vampire.
0: vampire. Robert Patterson.
1: Robert Patterson, yes. So Pattinson? Robert Pattinson. 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 Whatever sparkly vampire Edward. um just call him Edward, Edward. So what they're going to do is have this anonymous reporting system that I, I don't I don't know how well I feel about that. Like I, if I was on that cast and crew, I'd be a little sus- uh, suspect of this. But it is your co-workers. Right. That's what it seems like it's going to be. So if people do not follow covid regulations, they're not six feet, they're not wearing masks, they're not doing what they can to protect the well-being of those on set. There is an anonymous narc line. To, uh, and look, I have no, like, if people are, are, are breaking those rules and potentially putting somebody at harm, I don't, I'm not knocking you for doing it. I just don't see this being that, pot, or that great of a way to make sure that those regulations are being upheld. Now, I, you know I do I mean?
2: applaud them for having it because we could have used that in this area of the state when sure. bars and stuff were open and they shouldn't have been. Uh, but nobody really knew how to even get people. To go investigate stuff like that. So I see their why. Know who did this really, really well the entire uh, pandemic so far? Who? AEW Wrestling. So from day one, the, that's Cody. He was the guy who was on Arrow, friends with Stephen Amell. Their oh. entire wrestling thing has gone forward. Everybody on site gets tested. WWE, who has more money than God, has already had two or three pandemic outbreaks because they're not following the right protocols and not testing everybody. So this will work if everybody's tested because they even have, it's not a small thing going on. They have a pretty big uh, crew. There's probably 60 people that are there, which is more than enough to do a film on a medium sized uh, set. This can work, but you have to have people following the rules. And we know how well Well, people follow rules.
1: I know it's this. I know it's Matt Reeves Batman, and it's Fantastic Fantastic Beasts. Like the next one of those. Those are the two that are trying this out. Um, yeah, what's Fantastic Beasts? I, I, I get why they're doing it, especially with the Batman, since they just announced that TV show that's probably in the works of casting. Like that's on a deadline as well, and they probably want them to air simultaneously or near each other to kind of get people hyped for one versus the other. You know, they want. I think they what they want is people who go and see this movie to also get HBO max subscriptions and people with HBO's max subscriptions are going to go see this movie. So they don't want to miss out on that timing to catch that, you know? So I get it. We'll have to see how it goes. I get it, but it's weird. We will see, but know what we won't see. What's that? The airs cut.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The air cut. Um, on Monday, a fan posted an image of an original suicide squad script. And tagged Ayer asking if what was on the page was actually filmed. The scene involved Joker teaming up with Enchantress at the end of the movie. Ayer confirmed the scene was shot and edited, but then removed from the film because uh, for reasons out of his control. And he was like, Yep, I shot it, I edited it, and you were never you're not permitted to see it. Shot
0: and did you read this out like all of the Joker scenes did, in that movie. Did you read that
1: script, that scene? I never read Would the script. Much better end. It it I, the more I hear about this air's cut, the more it's never gonna happen. But we said that with the Snyder cut too, and here we are. So, but I, I don't think this is ever gonna happen. But the the end of it has the Joker coming out like they find Amanda Waller, and the Joker is holding the the switch and lights all of their necks up to get all really? of their attention. And they all they're all like it's a bluff. And he goes, Do you really want to test that? And it's the speech he gives, the Joker speech, at this time where he's it looks like he's partnering with enchantress, but he's really not. Um, he's just causing chaos in the moment. Uh, is really well done. It, it does make me excited for the the idea that that Jared Leto's Joker could have been cool. I mean, they've he said it a million times that they cut all of Jared Leto's scenes. Jared Leto was pissed that they cut all of his scenes. If that was something that was truly shot and edited, that could have been a really cool moment. That, that we were got robbed of. So, and look, hashtag save the errors cut. I would do it. I would want to see it. Listen, it's got to be guys, better than what we got. The I'd changes they
2: made, because uh, you had, what was the main dude's name? I always forget.
1: Uh, Rick Flag.
2: Flagg. Like, they took his storyline out and gave most of his lines to Harley Quinn because Margot Robbie. If you would have just let him tell the story, you still would have had an amazing Margot Robbie as Harley, only you probably would have had a good movie.
0: It's, I
1: don't think that was what made it a bad movie. I think it's the WB editing team that made it a bad movie. I think well, they were just like, everything uh, they all right, Ayers, thanks for your time. We're going to take it from here. Uh, apparently, no one likes dark and brooding, so we're just going to make it look like a bowl of Lucky Charms. Here
0: we go. Poor wheels Sounds spirit. about right.
2: All right. Moving on from <laughs> that to more Harley Quinn news. We're
1: getting Birds this is of Prey. Really easy, this is easy, her, Harley Quinn news. You know how I just said that they're going to lose the Harry Potter series on HBO yep. Max? Well, they're going to get Birds of Prey August, August 15th. They're also going to get a series of Batman movies as well. But yep, there you go. August 15th. Uh, if I, you haven't seen Birds of Prey, if you've been waiting to see it uh, because you're stealing somebody else's account, here's your time. Your moment is now.
2: I feel bad for that movie. It got released right at, like, the worst time ever with the pandemic. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not a bad movie, by any means. It's not a great movie because it's not quite sure what it wants to be. But it's, it's definitely a fun movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than most of the DCU movies. Like, other than Shazam and Wonder Woman, I would put Birds of Prey at, at third. Uh, no, Aquaman. Maybe Aquaman. Maybe it's fourth. Maybe. Maybe it's on still par worth Aquaman. watching. Actually, now that I think about it, it's probably on par with Aquaman.
0: It's nah, a fun I think movie. I the pacing was better.
1: In what, Birds of Prey or Aquaman?
0: Birds of Prey.
2: Yeah, you're just hating because you knew more.
0: No. Dropped a whale Aquaman on. was a bad movie.
1: Aquaman's fun. not a bad movie. Aquaman's it is. problem is that it, it's a paint-by-numbers story where it tells you everything that's going to happen <laughs> in the prior scene. Whatever scene you watch, whatever the hell they're talking about, that's what the next thirty minutes are gonna be. And then they're gonna give you more clues on what the next thirty minutes are gonna be. It's like it, it it's they national take you treasure. on a tour. They take you on a tour through Atlantis and the and the surrounding areas. That's that's what that means. your
2: is. mouth. Um <laughs> sticking with the hashtag save this cut, uh, Snyder has confirmed that the Snyder Cut Justice League movie is basically its own universe. He went on to say He loves what they've done with the DCU without him, um, but it's really just going to be its own thing. And that's what DC's good, uh, known for, it's their strength, is having the multiverse. Um, But I think he's also playing some uh, good employee to try and get another movie out of them by saying, you know what, go watch this. It doesn't have to be connected. Multiverse, just let me do my own little thing here.
1: I think with the... With the Batman from um, the Jack Nicholson, um, what can I think of, 1984 Batman? Was it 84?
2: Yeah. I think it was 84. 89?
1: Um, Was it 89?
2: Are you talking about Michael Keaton? Yes. Yeah, that's 1989 Batman.
1: Okay, so the 1989 Batman being brought in with the Flash, I think they're going to try and do a multiverse. I think that's the goal. I think the reason why he's saying this is they were like, it's cool, you can say that because that's the plan in the first place. I think they're trying to take what they did on the CW, which got fans so excited that they're going to try and make it in the, I think, I honestly think that the DC world is trying to make the multiverse just like the Sony world is trying to make the spider verse because of the excitement that fans get around the concept. And I think they saw
2: how the CW was basically screw you to everything and did their own thing. and was super successful
1: and people, and people, they, they, they were all over the news circuit. I mean, that's the thing is people were talking about it in a positive way where the yep. DC universe does not get talked about that way. Very often. It was like rebirth. And then it went away and then it was like, cool, justice <laughs> league. These movies are coming out. And then they came out and then everyone was like, Oh my God, don't do that. Then wonder woman came out and then it got overshadowed by like re-releases of, <laughs> of justice league. Um, so and my yeah. point is, is that they don't, they haven't gotten a lot of good press that wasn't from the animated universe. And since the multiverse concept is such a big deal, even in the animated universe, it makes sense to try and grab that fire and bring it into the movie world, just like Sony, I truly, truly believe, is working on a Spider-Verse movie.
0: Oh, no. The live
1: action, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, like the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. I'm, I'm sure they're going to a
0: Boco Bucks for that.
2: If I can get an Andrew Garfield in the Spider-Man movie again, I would just be
0: extremely happy. It would be amazing. See- clapping your hands all just
2: standing up you you did
1: it man you got your third movie um just 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 think about what that does if they make that movie if they make a live action spider-verse movie and bring those two characters in where peter b parker is toby Maguire, and then there's a younger version of peter which is andrew garfield then they meet the mcu version of peter those other movies now have the greatest advertising that you've ever been given ever the mcu advertised your other trilogies
0: yep thanks
1: that's the huge like if they can pull that off, I guarantee you that's part of the reason why Sony's been okay with Marvel bullying them into deals.
2: Uh, I totally agree. Uh, we also have a plot hole fixed that people have been complaining about for years. You know how in Batman versus Superman, Wonder Woman goes, "I left humanity 100 years ago." Then you see her movie and she's with humanity. Yep. Well, in 1984 she explains herself. She didn't leave humanity, like, abandoning them to go rot on the limb. She just didn't make any new human connections. It's because she didn't want to watch people grow old and die after uh, Steve Trevor died. It makes sense. So, and then you also have, because books are coming out now, like children's books and novelizations. So the Wonder Woman movie is being ruined by its own promotional materials because books can still come out right now even though they pushed back that movie. So there's people that's out there if you want to know why Steve Trevor's back and pretty much the entire movie. So I wonder how that's going to impact the movie when it does come out.
1: Well, that's it. That's it. That's, that's two, it? two episodes straight of news. And we actually did the full 30 minutes. So like the the topic we wanted to do, we can actually do next week. So Guess you're going to have to wait for week. what we originally had planned. <laughs> um,
2: oh, and Schumacher has a cut of his movie, Batman Forever, that was really, really dark. That, hmm, DC went in and Warner Brothers was like, no, it's too dark. Let's not do it. And we saw what happened there.
1: Yeah, didn't somebody like the really horrific things happen in the original cut?
2: Yeah, so uh, in the beginning, the very opening scene, it's like Two Face killing a bunch of people. And then there's a scene where Batman's actually in his head going up against like a man bat. Like it very good. Right.
1: That's all of the psychology scenes, there's a lot more to those. So there's That's a lot
2: right. more to them and fear and uh there was rumors it was gonna lead into a scarecrow uh story because of all the fear they were going through. Supposedly there are people that have seen parts of it and Schumacher was defeated when they did that to him. Which is why we got Batman and Robin. Because he was like, I might as well just take everything they say, because they're going to do it in the end anyway. And he just listened to every little thing they wanted him to do. So, Inclu- rest in peace. Including,
1: including pay Marlon Wayans anytime that movie airs anywhere.
2: <laughs> so true. Because he was supposed to be Robin.
1: What? Got it. You didn't hear about that? Yeah, Marlon Wayans was actually cast as Robin. Last minute, they switched him to Chris O'Donnell, but they broke his contract to do it. So, since they broke his contract, uh, he still gets paid as though he was Robin. So, anytime that movie plays on cable, anything, he gets a cut. So, like, if you buy Batman Forever, or or just Batman Forever, if you buy Batman Forever, Marlon Wayans gets a cut of it.
2: (laughs) He gets the same money that Chris O'Donnell
1: gets. Wow. I Probably should buy Batman Forever now. But how amazing that, like, that's the best job in the world. Like, you got paid and did nothing.
0: (laughs) No, actually, it is. And you still
1: get paid. You still get paid. Like, I guarantee you there's a wing of his house called Batman Forever.
0: (laughs) I probably wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have gone to see Batman Forever with Marlon Wayne's in it, though. So, good switch off, but still a terrible movie. Listen, I still wanted to see
2: the, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as a Joker for the third Nolan film. Or not the Joker, the Riddler. That'd be cool. They were ready to go with that, but they said no.
0: All right,
1: Menti, do that thing. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. It's a Welcome to Fireside social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. One day that will change, but until then, we appreciate the support. Thank you. We love you. Please join the Firesiders group. Uh, Check out merch. We have that. It's a thing that we can do now at Mashko Collectibles. Um, I'm sure there's a link on our website as well. Just go to welcome but, to fireside.com. Press that shop button, baby. Just go, uh, that's the thing you could do now. Like, do that thing. What's <laughs> good? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Menti. And I'm Features.
2: And I'm Mr. Mauer. Since you already talked about the shop thing, um, maybe we'll send some cool stuff if you do join the Firesiders. And show us that oh, you've shared it and tweeted. Maybe I'll send you a coupon code. You never know. Let's, let's I have that do power a gift now.
1: bag. Let's do, let's do like a Fireside gift bag. I do a giveaway of just Fireside merch.
2: You're, you're ruining my plans, Menti. <laughs>
1: uh, well, and then, then spoiler alert for Mauer's plans. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we've got some stuff up our sleeves um, right now with COVID though, I am trying to
1: <laughs> Sleeves because we're talking about buying shirts and stuff
2: um, I have to figure out how to get the gift bag stuff from where it is currently residing
1: Well you just get a bag and then you put the stuff in it and then like staple the bag clothes
2: and I gotta put like get a the shipping stuff. label on it You know what, Menti? Deuces. I'm just saying that's how you do it <laughs> <sighs> Deuces, Excelsior Cow. Cowabunga
1: Cowabunga Just put a B on it.